Hello and welcome back to the Cybersock Podcast with your hosts, Alfie Potter and George Harvey. This week, we'll be talking about burnout in university, in life, our experiences, hints and tips to deal with it. And we also have a special announcement about an upcoming Love to Work For week with the university. Keep listening. everyone welcome back to the podcast now we know it's been a really long time since we last put out an episode but me and Alfie have been so busy doing coursework and doing our final year exams it has been a lot to say the least really I, I thought it was I didn't find it hard at all <laughs> it's the easiest few months of my life it's been an absolute dream I it's didn't have a busy, busy Christmas at all <laughs> Wait, it was Christmas break? Oh, I didn't know I, d- I did not even know it was Christmas, to be honest. Yeah, it's been tricky. And to be honest, this is what all sparked um, this week's episode about burnout. We were very, we were feeling extremely burnt out before Christmas. I believe it was about a week after filming, uh, recording our last podcast episode that was of 2020. And we were like, oh, let's film another one this week. And we were like, you know what? I am exhausted from doing all our coursework all our extracurricular um and I was like I can't take on any more and we've still got about a month and a half left of exams so we were like you know what let's just take a break and when we come back after Christmas we will talk about burnout and um our experiences and how to deal with it and that's kind of how this episode came about but I did not see myself getting through those exams as quickly as we did in the end it felt like it was going to go on forever really did but when we were in it, it went so fast that scared it me did. as well <laughs> January exams lie. I mean, for us, because we do computer science and I'm not sure how the other computer science degrees work in our school or if you're listening from another school within Cardiff University or even another university for that matter, we have all our main exams for final year in January. We don't actually have any exams this semester. We just have dissertation and another module, but it's all coursework. So we had four exams, but each of those modules, we also had coursework that needed to be completed within that time. So it was just a lot at once. Uh, and yeah it was different I've heard a lot of people actually say like oh you're so lucky you've had online exams but I found it a lot more stressful because the exams were nothing like you've done before so we were not only having to revise in the busiest period in our final year during a pandemic we also had to revise in a completely different way and even when it came to the exam I was like well I don't know if I'm ready because I don't know what they want me to know like I know what I need to know but I know it but I don't know if I can apply it like this gibberish I'm talking about right now is how we dealt with January. We were just <laughs> losing yeah, our Yeah, I mean, when it, you know, came to first and second year exams, we would literally be in the library from about, you know, straight after dinner, five o'clock, I know, early dinner. And then we were there until about midnight when they kicked us out. And we would just sit there memorizing and memorizing and like understanding what kind of questions they wanted by using past paper questions and things like that. And this year... We've had to apply our knowledge, which I understand that's what university's for, but Alfie's right. It's a completely different method of learning. And you know what? We found it really hard because we just didn't understand what they might be asking us or what they wanted from us. So I was kind of sitting there being like, what am I going to do? Because right now all I'm doing is looking through the PowerPoints, but I'm going to have them on the day. So I just felt like I wasn't using my time properly, if you know what I mean. But yeah, I agree, Harvey. Like, the exams were more applied and I think university should be testing that. Um, but it was just, a, it was just kind of another thing on top of the, the icing on the cake of being stressed and having coursework and being in lockdown. 
and having to, you know, practice for exams in a completely different way. But I honestly think we did amazingly, even though we haven't got our results back yet. But putting it into the universe, yeah. I do think we coped with that change really well. And that that is great. And any student out there, if you've coped with the changing of how exams are done, you should really take that as an accomplishment because that's exactly what employers want to see. You know, you can adapt, you can learn. Um, and it's amazing. So, you know, I think it went as good as it could. And yeah. yeah, I'm proud of us. I am as well. And you know what? I actually feel like in January when we had exams coming up, I actually wasn't as burnt out because I felt like at least I was working towards a goal. I had dates of my exam. But I think one of the hardest times was back in probably November when we still had all of our lectures on. We had coursework due we had all of our extracurriculars that we've signed up for, which is a lot um, because, you know, we really like to get involved in our community and STEM subjects. And, you know, uh, we're part of the CyberSoc, obviously, from this podcast. So, you know what? We had just a lot going on. And honestly, I would just lie in bed all day, Alfie. I had <laughs> so much I needed to do. You were doing work, I couldn't though. do yeah. it. Well, the thing, but yeah. that's even but the issue is because you're stuck in stuck in the house. Even yeah. when you do work, I know you end up just doing work at the desk, which is at the end of your bed or in the bed anyway. Like that's what most people do. Like for a change of scenery, I work from my bed or work from my desk because those are the only two places I can work right now. Um, and I agree. Like with us so much extracurricular, I felt that it felt there was no end. I think that's what it is. Like with the exams, mm. there was an end point. You know. Uh, we had one exam once that exam was done or we had for a module we had one exam and then when that exam was done we didn't have to think about that module anymore and that gave you kind of I would I don't know if hope is being a bit dramatic but yeah it, would, it did it gave you hope that it's coming to an end that you can clear your mind and focus on something else but yeah before Christmas it was just there was just so much and I know we took a little point to review about it and thought you know maybe it's just me and George maybe we're the only ones taking all this stuff but we're not I think especially during this uh unusual time a lot of people took on more than they normally would because they wanted to keep themselves preoccupied keep themselves busy exactly. and also for final year we've always been busy I know throughout our whole university career we've always been really really busy taking a lot of extracurricular because we just want to build those skills up we want to first and make the most out of university but also have stuff to talk about in interviews and have on the cv but in doing that it affects your degree that you're taking for the point of getting a career. And it's all like, I need to do this degree because I want a job in this industry, but I also need to do extracurricular to make myself stand out. But if I do extra too much extracurricular, <laughs> then the university degree might get affected, which may then affect my job opportunities, which is kind of the opposite of what I wanted to achieve. And that's it's kind of how my head, isn't it? it really is. And that's what I think kind of causes the burnout because you just feel like you constantly have to up yourself. So you're like, you know, for example, um you know we had all, like said, all those lectures and the coursework and that is amazing to get all that done to do amazing in that be like oh no you know I need to make sure I am putting effort into this bit of extracurricular so you try harder than that and then you feel like you're not putting enough time into the coursework because you're putting in more time into something else so you put more time into the coursework and then it just kind of ends up getting to the point where you're running out of time to do anything but work um but hey i i mean i enjoyed my extracurricular so in some cases i definitely feel like they're a breath of fresh air like this podcast i was so excited when we finally got a date to record this next episode mm -hmm. because this gives me a little bit of break and relief but you know sometimes extracurricular can be added added stress and that's okay but you just got to realize this is where we're going to get onto tips and stuff you just got to realize when to take a moment to stop and just breathe and be like can i do this right now can I maybe move this to next month? And I think that's a, that was kind of a big problem for a lot of people 
in November, December is because it was the first time we were doing we were doing assessments in the pandemic for us and practicing for exams. And I think we may have needed to give ourselves more of a time to adapt to that. I feel like one of the saddest parts of like the burnout, having a lot of work is that we ha- had to sacrifice a lot of the things that, you know, gave us a lot of joy, like these extracurriculars. Why haven't we been doing a podcast? Well, <laughs> we've been yeah. super busy. I mean, I'm helping out with the CyberSock event tonight, but we really haven't had time to do anything with that. So that's another one down the gutter. We still have been working hard with our STEM work because we made a commitment to that. So we have been doing that. But I do feel like when it came to crunch time, I definitely prioritized my studies. But as good as that is, it definitely um, was a hindrance on me because what would I do? You're right. I've got a desk in my room. I've got a bed in my room. I bought this pillow that is like a sh- like a chair, but oh, yeah, for your you bed. Get one. <laughs> yeah, I got one. So I would That's literally... Great watch lectures in my bed I would do notes in my bed I mean it was I got to a point where I was like this is actually tragic I have not seen the light of day in ages and I think we're going to go on to talking about how important it is to schedule out time for mental health for a bit of exercise in the day to kind of separate your day get out of your room yeah and and the things I'd like to add like what we just discussed like this isn't us complaining about how hard uni is and oh no our life is so difficult compared to everyone else like that's not the case we know a lot of students feel like this and we understand the how much university is stressful and how hard it is meant to be but I just want to emphasize that it you shouldn't get to the point when you're burning yourself out because it just becomes unhealthy. You know, you shouldn't think that if I'm not burnt out, I'm not doing it right because that's not the case. And that's kind of what we want to get across in this, you know, in this podcast today, in this episode. And example right there from George of how to avoid the burnout, even if it's going for a 30 minute walk. To be honest, I completely understand. Like if someone goes 30 minutes, I can't do that. Like by the time you get ready, you get out of the house, you come back. That's like, I don't know, an hour and a half or whatever of time that I could have been revising. But the benefit of getting out of the house, you might not see, you might not understand it, but it will benefit you in some way. You know, getting out of the house, clearing your head, you know, thinking about something other than work and getting out of the environment that you're stuck in 24-7. It's just really, really important. Um, I don't know, as I'm a mental health officer for the Cardiff University Students Mm. Union, and we've seen an increase of people coming for support because they get to the point where, you know, me, George, me and George was and other people that we know on our course and other courses where they just got burnt out in the middle of one of the most important semesters. And they're like, well, I don't know what to do. And it's difficult at that point because it's like, well, you need to then take a bit of time for yourself. And then it becomes, well, I can't take time for myself because I've got all this stuff to do. But there is, you just got to find that happy medium. And And can I just say that this is all from hindsight. (laughs) I can assure you that I did not take any of this advice on for the last three months. And, you know, coming out of it now, um, the advice that we're about to give is definitely coming from hindsight. I know, Alfie, I think you probably did a little bit more of this, like, advice than I have because I've been, you know really inside for all of the studies well, but that's the thing it's easy it's easy to say this and I, like every episode we do it's easy for us to say this is you know this is what you should do yeah. all this stuff but we've always said like this is because we didn't or this is because we found this out and it worked but we wish we knew sooner and exactly. that's all this is about and to be honest what is the harm for going for a 30 minute social like a safe walk you know not bumping into anyone that you shouldn't like all that kind of stuff just a safe walk with your household by yourself 
that will bring no harm to you, you know, unless you do a really extreme walk. <laughs> but like <laughs> things like that, and it see it does seem trivial, and I know it does seem like oh, someone else telling me go go for a walk, someone else telling me to get away from my screen, but it's so important. Um, and you don't you didn't I don't think you realize how different it is as well. Like yeah, okay, yes, we know how different it is now the pandemic hit. But if you think this time last year what you'd been doing, you may have gone out at least once a week. But if that's the only thing you did, you still went out. You know, you still spent a whole evening going out with friends, um, going to the pub or going to the park or playing a sports game. Like that is still time that you would have taken out of your, you know, out of revision. But because it was with other people, you may not have thought of it as a waste of time. And that's the important. You've got to realize self-care is not a waste of time. It's as important as getting that coursework done. It really, really is because it's for your longevity of like you keeping that energy and keeping your mind good. For sure. And let's start going into like some of our hints and tips for dealing with a burnout, because I'm sure, you know, everybody has experienced a burnout at some point. So from our hindsight, from our few years at university and obviously studying for A-levels and GCSEs, let's talk about some of the stuff that we've picked up. So the first thing that I want to mention is having an intention when you wake up. So personally, I find it very hard to get up in the morning. I go to bed realistically about 1, 1 1.30, and then I get up at shocking 11 o'clock. I got a lot of hours missed there. (laughs) So what I try and do now to get myself up earlier is I have something that I'm looking forward to to get up for so for instance every Sunday with my housemate I go to this bakery at 9am because they're going to sell out of their like baked goods if we don't get up at that time so I always get up at 9am on a Sunday and I stay up or maybe I have a bowl of cereal that I really am looking forward to and I'm not gonna lie did I buy some lucky charms the other day yes but you know what Alfie is getting me up because I want to eat that bowl of cereal exactly (laughs) and even like if you had a walk scheduled for the afternoon why don't you push it for the morning because then you've got somebody else that's relying on you to get up because you know for the bowl of cereal it's like well you know if I get up a bit later I'm still going to have it but if you've got someone that's holding you accountable for getting you up in the morning that's also a really good idea yeah you just got to get your housemate you know get your housemate to either not to necessarily wake you up but you know if you're responsible and you've made that or you've made that kind of commitment then you feel more obliged to get up but once you're up even though it might have been hard you get to do something that you wanted to do exactly yeah Exactly. And and also that kind of, that also works in the opposite end, the evenings. I love p- putting something in my evening so that I've got something to work towards. So even if I do procrastinate in the day, which is absolutely normal, everyone procrastinates. If someone says they don't procrastinate, they are lying. Okay. Everyone procrastinates in one way, shape or form. Even if it's to do another piece of work, you're still procrastinating from the other piece of work you need to do. So when it comes to getting a piece of coursework done or I don't even write a few emails, doing anything, I go, right, well, at seven, eight o'clock, I want to watch this TV show with my housemate. They've said they'll watch it with me at eight o'clock. They won't watch it with me any earlier or any later. So if I want to watch it, I have to be like down there at eight o'clock. So I make sure I get my work done because then I look at the time I've got something I've got to aim to. Otherwise, that's when you get into the habit of working extremely late when you don't intend mm. to. You know, some people love working to the late evening, but if you don't have any time scale you're never going to go to bed till like one or two o'clock because you're going to just keep wasting time. And it's going to get to 10 o'clock and then you're going to be like, I really should do the work now. But you could have done that by setting yourself another target, e.g. doing something you want to do with a friend um, in the house. 
So yeah, it, it's interesting how much of a difference that can make. And it sounds so simple, but in times when schedules and normal life isn't a thing, it's really powerful just to set those kind of little excitements in the day. 100%, I totally agree. And that actually leads on nicely to like our next point is um, set realistic goals. And personally, I enjoy setting time goals. So maybe it's the same as Alfie, like he wants to be done by eight o'clock. But throughout the day, the night before, I'll schedule out what I want to do, the time frame that I'm going to give. And now when I say realistic, be realistic, maybe add a few more like 10 more minutes on than you thought, you know, if you're going to have that TikTok break, which I know everyone does. <laughs> so like do realistic goals for your time for the day and give yourself enough breaks. Now I'm saying literally maybe like two breaks and then another big break for lunch or something like that. You need every, they recommend every 15 minutes of an hour, I believe you should give yourself a break. So every hour it's 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I said that a really weird way. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, every 15 minutes, <laughs> get you, a you break. Can, you can look up online and I'm sure you have, especially yeah. if you've gone to your final year of university. You definitely have always looked online being like, how many breaks should I have in an hour? But it, I mean, I don't stick to it. Sometimes you, know, when you get into like a good amount of work, you sometimes work for a few hours. But if you are struggling to be productive, then it's like 45 minutes, then I'm going to take a 15 minute break. Because yeah. yet again, that gives you that mini goal. And exactly, George, like you say, when you're making a timetable, you're kind of sticking yourself it's like a uh, secondary school when you had your own timetable you had to walk to a different classroom you had to get that stuff done you couldn't like go against it really you had to get you know to follow that plan and it's very similar a kind of hack that i do as well is if i'm having that 15 minute break i have that 15 minute break somewhere else to where i'm doing my work okay. so i have that degree of separation so uh, let's say i'm at my desk uh you know working on my laptop then if I want to use TikTok, I will leave my desk and either go to my bed or I'll go downstairs into the living room or I don't know, go in the garden. I mean, I don't go in the garden that often. It's raining most of the time, <laughs> but I will make sure I'm away from my desk. Otherwise I feel like I haven't had a break. And then you'll send me a TikTok and then I'll <laughs> yeah. start procrastinating watching yeah. your videos that you've That's sent over well, to just me. Just don't look at your notifications. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hideous cycle. But yeah, it, it, it's like that little, those little things there. And also exactly. after a really productive day, let's say you followed your timetable and you had a really productive day, it's quite common to have an unproductive day. Like you definitely- Oh can't. yeah, I have days off for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not, don't kick yourself when it's like, oh, I've had a really productive day yesterday and today I've done barely anything because you probably have done quite a bit. You've just not done as much as you did the day before, but you're never gonna be more productive, always more productive. You know, you, you can never outdo yourself every single day. Uh, so it's not possible otherwise to get to the point where you're working for 24 hours and that'd be extremely impressive but don't do that because that's what leads to burnout <laughs> yeah, well Alfie when um you know all of us were doing our coursework I remember like us calling after oh, and yeah. being like we literally like we managed to get nothing done but what I was trying to say to Alfie at that point was we have got stuff done we've realized what doesn't work <laughs> exactly um, really important, just yeah. because you haven't managed to finish that question doesn't mean that you haven't made a step forward you know what I mean um so I tried to you know really hammer home like even if we spent all day trying to like fix a bug or something um you know it's not working at least I'd be like don't worry because you've worked out what doesn't work you're getting there and then tomorrow morning like you could be done within 10 minutes like you just don't know everything yeah. that you're doing is a step towards the solution it, it also shows resilience like all this stuff right now like it seems so like this is what you just have to do. Everyone can do this. 
But as a student, if you've submitted any piece of coursework, if you've taken any exam and you've, you know, and you've passed them, I'm sure everyone's done a lot better than that. But if you've achieved that, then that just shows how much, how, how great you are. You know, like I said, when you fail at something, well, you've found something that fails, which means that will help you find something that will succeed, like George was just saying. And it works with anything. It's like when you're revising for an exam, if you feel like you end the day and you feel like you've not learnt anything, that is extremely unlikely that you've learnt nothing. You just don't think you've learnt as much as you should have. And those kind of learning goals, those can be quite dangerous because they can force you into the point where you feel like you're not doing enough and you're not worthy. When deep down you are, like not deep down, like on the t- on the surface, everywhere, <laughs> you are very worthy. You and really dig you deep, say- <laughs> you might find worthiness. <laughs> No, I didn't mean that. I went the other way around. But like, if you if you've sat down and at least tried to do work, that is an accomplishment. Even in non-COVID pandemic like worlds, you know, there's always distractions, and you know, it's just yeah, you've got this. I'm trying to say, (laughs) (laughs) and don't compare yourself to other people. And you know, we can't. We probably speak for a whole three episodes about comparing yourself to other people. But that's also very dangerous when it comes to overworking yourself, because if you compare yourself too much, you'd be like, oh, well, this person did all this work today. This person did that work, but they've got a different life. They have different responsibilities. One person might work the weekend, so they have to get loads of work done in the week. You know, what? all the opposite, round, opposite way around, one people might work in the week. Some people don't have jobs, so they can take longer. Some people have loads of other commitments. You just don't know. So just know what works for you. Know how much work you've got to do. And just kind of stick to that and believe that, you know, you know you and you know how to get work done. Yeah, so brilliant point. I mean, on our, you know, final wrap up point of something that I also advise you guys to do, uh, which me and Alfie both do, but in separate ways, um, having like a whiteboard or a billboard or something <gasps> on your Love wall. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, you can write your long term goals on or short term goals that like is always up there like hanging over you um so for instance i put a lot of like deadlines up on mine so i understand what i'm walking towards uh, like things i need to do um for instance i was applying um for a grad scheme so that was on my wall so those kind of things that help you stay motivated what am i doing this for you know what's the end goal of all of this because like i said you know we felt better in january when we were working towards those goals we knew when the dates were coming up so like just having it there I feel like makes you like so much better and when you can finally tick that off it is so satisfying or wipe it off it is chef's kiss I love it it's my favorite thing so even if you want to put tiny goals on your wall for like every day I advise that too yeah that's what I was going to add to that the tiny goals are what I find really important so Mm. I have two whiteboards one for like longer term things that might take a few weeks or a month and one that's got like my daily tasks. And I used to think that having daily tasks was quite restrictive, you know, made me feel like my day was really rigid. But actually when I go to bed and if I start overthinking, I can look at the board and be like, well, I did that. Like I had that meeting. I went to that lecture. I did that application. Yeah, I didn't do those two other things, but I did do those three things that I probably would have forgotten about. And they would have been overshadowed by the things I didn't do. It is really important to you for you to realize what you have done because that will all help with avoiding you trying to overwork yourself which is how it all ties with burnout. Um, and I do think it could sound like we've gone on some tangents here, but it all links. It all does we link. might have, yeah. 
Well, it all links though, because it's, it's, you can get burnout from anything in life. And these kind of little hints and tips, you know, they may work for you in some cases and not in others. But it's really important for you just to realize like what you've done, appreciate how hard sometimes things can be. And it's not about making excuses. It's just making you realize that I am amazing. I can do this. I am doing this. And it's all going to end well. You know, it's all going to go well. Um, you just remind yourself and it's difficult to remind yourself of that sometimes but if you need to remind yourself listen to that bit of the podcast again and again whenever you need it and if you, you want can I can do a, it yeah i can make a, we should make a, a podcast make of, a loop is it affirm, affirmations yeah affirmations positive just like saying brilliant great things at you we can do that i kind of want to do that, is that if you want it <laughs> um so uh we've got a few things to announce now that we're coming to the end yes. of the podcast i actually um have something to tell you alfie actually it Ooh. might not seem like a really big goal but i saw it the other day and i thought it was quite impressive our first podcast hit 100 listeners which i think is pretty cool oh my no way yeah 100 which i think is pretty sick Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, see, um, so George is the producer as well. Um, so she does all the editing and uploading and I don't have any access to the analytics. And to be fair, we, we're not really concerned about them. We just kind of no, love yeah. recording them, getting them out there to the society and to the wider university uh, environment. Oh yeah, so I didn't even ask about that. I was curious and I just, but that's amazing. Yeah, so, you know. We should get a cake. About that. Yeah, we should get a cake. I want to get a cake. Okay, I'll be up for that. We'll chat about that. Um, <laughs> okay. The second thing I want to say is uh, if you've listened to this podcast and you want to email in about anything that you want us to talk about or if you have any, like, questions, we can keep it anonymous, you email us at cybersock at cardiff.ac.uk. Um, we can, um, you know get your questions, talk about them, discuss some stuff. So please start to interact with the podcast because hopefully now that we're back, things will be able to roll a bit more. And I think we're aiming to do a podcast every other week. So yeah. if you can get your um, email in, that'd be great. We will really want to hear from you. Brilliant. And that leads nicely um, onto the next podcast and an event that's happening within the School of Computer Science at Cardiff University. And that is the Love to Work For event week. Let me just double check that's exactly the right thing. Yep, ComSci event, Love to Work For week. So this is a week of employer events. They've got some amazing things about how to improve your LinkedIn profile, how to improve your pitching, like how you pitch yourself. There's employer events specifically. Uh, you've, got, you've got Codebase 8 there. Um and trying to sift through them now the ipo some awesome companies and there's a lot more also being announced very soon so um if you're already not part of the school um then i'm sure you're about to find it on the school's website but um email bethany rooney as she's been sending out the emails for everyone about the event and you can kind of like sign yourself up for um the separate so there's like a week event and then there's like separate what you what would you call it sessions uh, yeah, throughout the week. So you don't have to go to all of them. You can go to as many or as few of them as you like, as long as you get in there first, because first comes first serve. Mm. So I'm really excited for that. And we've been asked to do a podcast on the Friday at the end of the week. And we'll be discuss uh, talking with some of the employers who went to the week and kind of discussing their um, highs of the week and maybe their lows and perhaps discussing what was great to hear from students, what they think they would like to hear from students. So it'll give a really good insight of what uh, employers are reviewing and how they're seeing uh, students at Cardiff University. Um, I think it's gonna be a really, really great episode. 
um, I'm really podcast. looking forward to getting another employer on. Um, yeah, really we actually might have a few. A few, yeah, dope. more than one. Um, <laughs> in in the week, and I, I do think it'd be a really insightful uh, episode and could be really useful, especially if you went to that week. If you go to the mm. the week event, because you might be able to hear kind of what they like and what they didn't like and things like that. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, that is the end of this week's episode. It feels like that flow by fl- that flew by. So I know, quick. right? I know, right? It was so much fun. And um, I know we touched on some kind of deep and kind of important topics, you know, about burnout, because it can be a wider issue. So if you do need any further support, then we're going to link in the description of this podcast, the support that the student union offers. Um, but if you would like some uh, to talk to the uh, myself, as I am the mental health officer, I can kind of direct you to other support areas if need be. Um, and that is mental health officer at Cardiff ac.uk and we'll also try and put that in the description or as a link somewhere so i'll, I'll put it, it in as a link yeah tree, hopefully brilliant um, and also if you're not part of the university and you don't have access to this we will put some links for some mental health resources for you guys please don't stay silent if you're struggling please yes. reach out um to be honest, that email that I gave up with force for anyone. So you can anyone can email that if you do want to chat, if you just want a friendly person to talk to, we're more than happy to talk to you of guys. Course. But we will link in some, you know, professionals <laughs> um yeah. to um help you out if you are struggling with any of the issues we discussed on the podcast today. And and we do hope that this podcast you can see you just don't feel alone, really, especially if exactly. you if you feel like you're under pressure and you're the only one, like just so you know you're not, you know, we you know we know we feel like this and a lot of people feel like this but it still doesn't stop you from doing amazingly um and you know everyone has off days and bad days but yeah those resources will be in the description or within the link tree and we'll be able to get you the help and support if you need it but anyway thank you so much for listening and i'm really looking forward to our next podcast episode mm-hmm. uh, email us or contact us in uh, the ways that we've already mentioned if you want a specific type of episode and that's the end of the episode so thank you so much for listening as always and i look forward to putting out our um next episode in a few weeks and i hope you come and listen to that as well yeah make sure that you follow us on spotify to make sure that you're updated as soon as we post um so you can make sure that you listen to it every other week thank you so much and we will see you soon bye bye